I'm Dr. Terry Fisher, a physician and voice technology futurist. Voice First Technology is rapidly becoming the operating system of our lives, and it will completely revolutionize the way we experience healthcare. Let's talk voice. Voice First Health, the future of health is voice. Well, hello and welcome to episode 18 of Voice First Health. Thanks so much for joining me again this week. This week, I have a local guest, somebody who lives here in Vancouver, in the Lower Mainland, uh, where I am, Vancouver, BC, Canada. And this is Michelle Wan. She is a computer systems technology student at the British Columbia Institute of Technology. And I had the opportunity to recently meet her at a meetup here in Vancouver, an Alexa Skills meetup, where she demonstrated an incredible skill that she has been working on in collaboration with the BCIT nursing department to uh, essentially establish a skill that nursing students can use when they're in their simulation lab. Essentially, the idea behind it is they're able to ask Alexa to give them pertinent information, medical information, about the simulated patients that they're practicing on. So this is a really neat use case scenario. So Michelle is uh, the student that is behind this. She has been developing this. She has a, a really cool demo to show us, and she's been all over the country speaking about this, and I'm really excited to introduce you to her. So without any further ado, uh, I'd like to bring Michelle Wan onto the podcast. Hi there, Michelle, and welcome to the Voice First Health Podcast. It's great to have you here. Could you start off by telling us a little bit about who you are and your background? Sure thing, Terry. My name is Michelle Wan, and I am a computer systems technology student at the British Columbia Institute of Technology. I'm in my final year and have a specialty in cloud computing. Wonderful. And what about before uh, for BCIT? What were you doing before that? I was studying a little bit at SFU for environmental sciences, and I took a few like comp sci courses on the side afterwards, and I found out I really enjoyed it, and that's when I made the switch to computer sciences. Great, and so now that is what you're studying full time. Yep. <laughs> Wonderful. Yes, it is. And so tell us a little bit, um, you know, how did you get into this uh, voice first space? How did that go about when you started working at BCIT or studying at BCIT? Well, Terry, so um, I'm currently like studying my cloud computing and my instructor, Bill Klug, was recommending um, Alexa workshop that was happening and to check it out and we're just going to teach you how to do Alexa skills. So I went there and then I learned a little bit about Alexa and all sorts of like applications in terms of health. So that was kind of like the basis of me getting into this voice first Alexa. Great. And so what was your sort of impression when you when you sort of first started learning about Alexa? What did you think of the technology? I saw it as a way that like it's simple conversation, but you can do so much more with it. And it's a very intuitive interface for a user. So I thought it was really cool that you could do so many things with Alexa. Great. And then, so you started talking with uh, Bill Klug, as you said, your instructor, and you started working on the skill that we're going to talk about. Can you tell us a little bit about, though, how did, you know, what is this skill? And before we get into the details of the skill, maybe, like, how did the idea come about? So at BCIT, we have nursing students going through lab scenarios every single day 
And with these lab scenarios come usually the paper charts that would show like, okay, this is the patient's blood works. These are some charts that for the diagnostic reports. And that's a lot of paper charts that they needed to manage. So uh, the School of Health Sciences wanted a way to kind of manage all that in one central space, but also have it so it's kind of hands-free. So that's why we used Alexa to um, have students ask for patient charts, and then Alexa would just speak out the results and also display the results on a screen because we're using the Echo Show, which has a seven inch or a 10 inch screen, depending on which model you're using. Right, so um, so this is basically, the, the purpose of this skill, if I'm understanding you correctly, is to be used by the nursing students at BCIT yes. uh, in their simulation lab, where they're learning nursing skills and they need some way to present the data to them on demand when they're working with the simulated patients, if I've, if I've paraphrased that correctly. Yeah, and that kind of also helps like the students kind of with the communication skills. Like think of it like if this was a real life scenario, there would be another nurse that would have the paper charts and everything. So this way, the student has the ability to ask for particular charts that they think are relevant at the time. Um, usually when you have paper scenarios, you'll just have all the information in front of you at all times. But this is kind of like challenging your thought process of, okay, I see this patient, what do I need to look at first? So I, I think it's a different see. way to like handle the scenario. Okay, okay. And so this was done uh, sort of in, in partnership with some faculty at the, in the nursing department as well then. Is that correct? Yes. And who is that, that that you're working with? It is an instructor named Rob Kruger. And so he was the one that kind of had the idea of bringing in this Alexa technology in the nursing lab simulation lab. Okay, great. And so tell us a little bit about what the skill actually does. Like, how does this work? Okay, so, you, so you'd so you start up the skill and you'd ask for a particular patient number. And then afterwards, it confirmed you had the right patient. And then ask, okay, would you like blood tests or diagnostic reports? There's two separate categories of tests. And then you choose which one you'd like. And then you'd ask for a particular type of test. And then Alexa would just say the results and then display the results on the screen. Okay. So I'm, I'm trying to imagine this. So there's a nursing student. They're working in the simulation lab. They're practicing a scenario on some like dummy simulated patient. Um, and at some point they realize, oh, in order to continue on with my simulation or this practice scenario, I need some lab tests. And that's when they then turn to Alexa and they initiate the skill. Yeah, correct. Great. And so you mentioned, so there's lab tests and diagnostic reports. So can you be a little more specific? What sort of information is included in each of those? Okay, so like the blood works, it's usually like a list of a particular, um, I'm not particularly in health sciences, so sure, sure. it's a bit, so that's just a FYI. Yeah. yeah, it was a specific yeah. blood test, so I have a bunch of like values, like for example, your pH and then the a corresponding value, okay. you know, and then a nurse be able to figure out, is that a high value or a low value, depending sure. on the results. Sure. And there'd just be a long list of those. And then for the diagnostic reports, it's actually going to be like a chart or an x-ray that is okay. displayed on the Alexa. 
and right. then followed by um, kind of a report of the thing that you're seeing. This is kind of a summary. So it would be like, for example, if there was an X-ray, you would see the X-ray image, and then there would be like a report of what you what you what you're seeing in the X-ray written down as well. Then is that yes, great, great. That's really neat. And are are you aware of any other like in educational institutions that are using this type of technology right now in their simulation labs for nursing or for otherwise for educational purposes? Not that I'm aware of. This is pretty cutting edge technology. So. And I know that you've had a chance to actually go and present this information at a number of conferences. Where, where have you been able to present this? Yeah, so I did a presentation in Calgary to, um, to an audience of critical care nurses. And they were really excited when they heard about this and they thought it was really cool. And I also recently, uh, just last week, did a presentation in Halifax to um, women in technology. It was... Um, it was a women tech conference, so just kind of explaining kind of the background of this skill as well as kind of some technicalities of like how to develop Alexa skills wow. using what, that as a basis. And what was the response there in that, at that conference? Oh, they really liked it too. And the, a lot of the questions were a lot more of like, oh, how did you develop this? And how did you go about doing this? And so it was a different type of audience, but they, both of them really enjoyed the presentation. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Now, I understand you've got your Alexa device next to you. Are you able to give us uh, a short little demo of, for example, how it would work? Yeah, sure thing. Alexa, open lab results. Welcome to the lab results skill. Use this skill to obtain a patient's blood work or diagnostic reports. How can I help you? Get me patient one. Thanks. I have found the results for patient number one, Simon from January 22nd, 2018. Is this correct? Yes. Would you like a blood test or a diagnostic report? Diagnostic. What type of diagnostic test would you like? Radiology. Technically difficult exam done by portable, good expansion, normal size heart, Aortic arch and mediastinal structures normal. There is a significant amount of diffuse infiltrates noted. DX, pulmonary edema. So you get that like uh, description that you get to hear, and you also are displayed a picture of this x-ray along with that summary that she is just explaining. That's great. And for the, for the, for the medical professionals that are listening to this, uh, they'll recognize that that was a, a description of a chest x-ray. Um, so that's really neat. And so the nurses can use this and interact. And what stage is this at right now? Are, are the nurses actually using it in the lab right now? So currently, um, this one is still um, needing to be deployed. We have a previous version, which was a prototype that just does the blood tests right now. So it's a matter of just um, moving them over into the labs right now. So we have a previous version of the skill, and Fantastic. we're just going to put my version in soon. Fantastic. And so what, what sort of other plans do you have going forward in terms of expanding this? More, more features or, or more cases? Or, or what, what are your thoughts on that? So for me, the next step for, would be an easier way for, for instructors to add information to 
the essentially the database of information because right now it is just simply like going in and editing um, manually. And for someone who understands how to do that, that's great. But not everybody knows how to go about that. So um, we are talking about ways to, you know, create maybe a website um, that someone can just go in and just make some edits and add more patients. And then they don't have to worry about what's happening in the back. I see. So right now, everything has essentially been coded by you through the like creating the Alexa skill. But um, it'd be neat if there was a way to add more cases. And how do you see that? Like, what would be the ideal way for that to happen? The ideal way would be, um, first of all, kind of rethinking how we're getting we're storing all the patient data and putting into a, a nice database that is easy to look up and um, do everything accordingly, and then connect that to the website. And so like you'll just um, make your edits on your website and then you you'd post that and then it would send it, put it into the database. And then that database is what Alexa would be retrieving from. So then it'd be seamless. Uh, so there would be like the faculty would essentially go to a website. They could enter the, the information about a new case and that would then somehow get uploaded into the Alexa skill, and then it would be available for uh, nurse nursing students to use. Yeah, so it'd be like the ideal would be it would be uploaded to the database, and that database is what Alexa is um, kind of retrieving its data from. Okay, okay, got it, got it. And that would be neat because then you could have many many different cases, and it could cover all different scenarios for the nursing students, which is which is great, fantastic. Um, how did you find actually developing the skill? Were there certain things that you found more challenging? Was it a was it an easy thing for you to do as a computer science student, or or what? You know, can you tell us a little bit about that? What was it like producing the skill? It was a bit of a learning curve for me because it was um, it was pretty brand new uh, development on Alexa. I didn't really have too much background prior to doing this, other than the workshop I attended. So I got some nice like introductions to Alexa skills and then I also had to learn how to you know develop for a screen which is it's has its own little things and little things you need to know so it was learning kind of the basics of Alexa while also making sure it looked well on the screen which was really fun and a nice challenge to tackle. That's great. And how long did it take you, say, from you know, from the uh, the concept to having this at the stage that it is at now? So, I did work on this about fifteen hours a week for um, the summer. So I did that for three months. So, yeah, so fifteen hours a week for three months. And okay. I started off with um, we did have a prototype of the. Uh, Alexa skill. So I did use that as a basis to kind of go off of. And then afterwards, I kind of refactored that a lot, added diagnostic tests, added the ability to display it on the Echo Show, the screen, and then just a lot of improvements on the skill. 
Sure. So if I've done my math right, you said the 15 hours a week for three months, that's I think if I did my math right, about 180 hours. But that gives us a good idea of kind of what's involved with this. I was fortunate enough to, to see you demo this live at uh, a meetup here in Vancouver. And I have to say it was it was fantastic. It was really neat seeing seeing how it works with the uh, with the visual display of the Echo Show. And I know the other people that were in the room at the meetup were very impressed as well with with the, with the uh, skill, but also your skills in in uh, creating this. So so it's really it's really neat. Um, now that you know how to do this, like what what's what's your future looking like in terms of voice technology? Is this something you plan to continue to work on? Uh, do you know what you want to do afterwards? I do want to play around with this a little bit more. It's really great to just develop and it's just like, it's such a, for users, it's an easy, intuitive way to interact. And there are like, it's so much different than when we're used to like, you know, our phones and touch interfaces. This is a lot different than a touch interface. The voice has so many ways you can interact with. You have to think of all sorts of possibilities of what someone could say, what someone may not say, and you have to really judge. I don't know, I find that it's so, it's fun to work on it because there's all these sorts of like possibilities when you're interacting with Alexa. Right, it's a whole different type of interface. It's just, it's not so point and click you have to like you said you have to think about what people are saying and the different possibilities and scenarios and there's a whole element of truly like voice user design uh that goes into this so um anyway like i said yours looks it it, it's fantastic it looks really really great thank you so I, i think we'll wrap up here with with one other question that i like to ask people on the podcast um and that's, you know, in your experience now with with uh, with ed- using this for education in the healthcare field and with it being voice technology, what what does voice first health mean to you? Well, voice first health means just kind of like bringing that interaction of voice to the health field. And I think that it's really like different than other types of mediums. And I think that it's really going to sh- shape the next coming years in technology. Yeah. Yeah, well, I agree. I think this is really, really a, an exciting time for for computer scientists and for healthcare providers. And uh, like like I said, I, you know, I'm not aware of anybody else that has been doing this yet in, in the scenario that you are with uh, creating a really good quality skill and being able to use it in an educational way, uh, meaning – in, in an educational scenario where you can use the technology to have a much more effective and much more efficient way to train the next healthcare providers. And I think that what you've produced here is, is going to be a really big part of that. And I'm sure it's going to get, um, it's going to have an even larger component as, as time goes on. So, um, well, thank you, Terry. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's great. And, and Michelle, so, you know, it, it, thank you so much for taking some of your time to, to speak with us on the podcast. It's, it's really appreciated. Um, if people want to learn more about what you're doing with this skill or, you know, your studies, um, what is a good way for them to contact you or reach out to you? So you can connect with me on LinkedIn and Terry, I've given you my info so you can just share with everybody else. Perfect. So I will make sure to put a link to your LinkedIn profile on the show notes page. I'll also put a link, I think, to BCIT so people can learn more about what BCIT is up to. 
Uh, I know you were featured recently uh, in an article about your about your skill and uh, and speaking about it. And so um, I'll put a link to that article as well on the show notes page so that people can check that out. I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of interest in what you are doing. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Great. So again, thanks so much, Michelle. Um, it, it was great to speak with you, and I look forward to continuing to uh, chat with you and following along with what you are doing uh, in the Voice for Space. Well, thank you, Terry. It was a pleasure being here. There you go. What a great, great use of a skill to help train the next generation of healthcare providers. I think this is just the beginning of what we will see in terms of Alexa skills being used to help educate and train not only healthcare providers, but actually in all industries. I'm sure this is going to uh, become a running theme that we hear a lot about. Thank you again to Michelle. Michelle, you're very talented. And like I said, the people at the meetup had a chance to see this firsthand, truly how it works with the Echo Show and the display and everything. So congrats to you. Congrats to uh, to your supervisors, Bill Klug and Rob Kruger and BCIT. Uh, this is really exciting. This is really a cutting edge technology uh, that they are helping to to foster and to and to develop. So once again, big thanks to Michelle. Congrats to everybody involved. Great project. And uh, stay tuned for next week's episode. Uh, before I forget, remember the links that we talked about in this episode can be found on the show notes page at voicefirsthealth.com slash 18. Voicefirsthealth.com slash 18. And uh, please check them out. And I will talk to you again next week.